everyone. This is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. Again, that's letter P, number two, letter P dot one cause dot com slash boost calls and yeah you can really uh help these kids if that's what you're into support the youths okay. shut up that's don't <laughs> don't don't patronize me really. okay uh, i don't need you enjoy the episode i'm done with this <laughs> What's the word, baby bird? Do you not like that? No, I do like that. Yeah, because you said it months ago. <laughs> and it was weird. What's the happy haps? Uh, what's happening? Hello, listeners. Hello. <laughs> Tis we. Back Campbell again. <laughs> back at it again with the white vans. Raven and I. This is the first time we've been together, together recording since December. Yeah. So it is July. Mm-hmm. It's been quite some time. Indeed. How are you doing, Raven? I'm doing pretty damn well because I'm with you. Correct. That was a test. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a great intro. I, I crushed know. that one. Crushed it. Follow-up question, though. Yeah. Raven, what music have you been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of, like, piano music. Like piano Ooh, solos. Tell, and stuff tell like me that. more. So, tell me more. Um, do you know like, that? Does he have his own car? <laughs> I know that's not the lyric, but it's like close enough. It's also it's better than one of the originals. I but, think so. <laughs> um, so, do you know the piece "River Flows in You" by Yoruba? It got uh, really popular okay. back in like. Of course 20. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, started learning that piece, and then I just got like really into it, and then got really into just like listening to piano music. And so I started listening to a bunch of piano music, and then picked out like a bunch of music to learn. Um, and so now I have like ten piano pieces, like sheet music, sitting on my piano to learn when I get back home. Hell yeah! It's been great. Hell yeah! What about you, Campbell? Um, what have I been listening to recently? Uh, Bear and the Lady came out with two new singles this week. Uh, nice, today nice. is July 3rd, um, 2021. Mm-hmm, indeed. Um, at 2.25 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> so I've been listening to that a lot. Ricky Montgomery also came out with a new single, and I really like him. He's a really good music artist. Um, Can't confirm. I haven't really been listening to... 
anything like new. I've been like just really just listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been I, feel that. I started not another D and D podcast again, so I'm on like episode like twenty. Um, I have not listened to that in so long, and I need so to. Good. I've been really so bad about good. listening to podcasts lately. Like, I need to get back on. You don't it. even listen to our own. Well, because I listened to it fifteen times while you I'm could, editing. You could give us the downloads. You could save it on Spotify. Well, I have it. Okay, so I'm following us on Podbean, so it automatically downloads each one. Hmm. I guess that's <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Nice. Would you like to tell our listeners what musical we will be doing today? And why you picked it? Yes. Weird noises coming from outside. Um, I've been <laughs> wanting to do this musical for a long time because I loved this movie as a child. Um, for some reason, no one else in my family has seen it, so I don't know how I was Which the only wild. one. It's weird. Yeah. So today we'll be talking about the 1997 animated film Cats Don't Dance. The one, the only. Yeah. The only musical I uh, recognize with cats. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like that to be, you know, on the record? Oh, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Aristocats? Oh, damn. Ha, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. I've been really aggressive to Raven today. Uh, okay, I've been, like, bucking at her um, well, then when we, we also, were sharing a bed. We also Scandalous. painted each other's nails, so I feel like we kind of yeah, balanced that Yeah, listeners, out. our nails look really good. Uh, Raven has this, like, hot pink, and I have this, like, forest green, and then we painted our pinkies each other's colors. Mm-hmm. And it was really intimate. Because we're just that close. Yeah. Really. Uh, we're like brothers. Only closer. Oh, God, that's creepy. Okay. Um, but also technically true. Yeah. So, yeah, cats don't dance. Um, Cats Don't Dance animated film, uh, Warner Brothers, um, it was actually started, it was a feature film by Turner Feature Animation, which after production merged with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, this musical dedicated to Gene Kelly. Mm -hmm. Gene Kelly is uncredited of doing a lot of, like, choreography for the film. yeah. Which is very apparent in all of the dancing. Um, and it was the directorial debut of Mark uh, Dindal. Um, and it's just a really, really fun movie about animals trying to make it big in Hollywood. In and 19- overcome systemic marginalization and yes. oppression. Yes, yeah. uh, in 1939. And uh, the metaphor is apparent. Yes. And we'll talk about it. The thing I found interesting, apparently this movie was originally for Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, like it was originally supposed to kind of like be like focused around him a little bit. Um, but then he, like in 1993, when they first like started working on it, production and everything. And then like by the next year, I, for whatever reason, he had to like drop out of it. And, yeah, and that movie was supposed to be kind of like Space Jam. So live action yes. CGI, you know, yeah. Frank Roger Rabbit. With like anthropomorphic cats, like, but less so. Yeah. And then they were just like, you know what, fuck it, let's just make it animated, make it full cats and just, just go with it. Hell yeah. So yeah, so that's what we watched and why, and I love it. What are we gonna be drinking today? Uh, and I'm asking because I truly don't know. Yeah, it's he in the refuses right to now. tell me. I'll go bring the drink. Okay, be right back, you listeners. Raven, quick, vamp for me. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think. The. <laughs> uh, listeners, her eyes are closed and covered. You may open them. Ooh! 
What I have placed in front of Raven is what I am calling the Darla Dimple. It is a play off of Shirley Temple. With these beautiful, like it's garnished with like lemon slices and Campbell. And a little, a what little is this snack. Little, what is this little, um, these little candy coated animal crackers I see here? Well, it's exactly what you described, Raven, <laughs> the candy coated <laughs> animal crackers. Like the, like the frosted ones. This looks so, like listeners, I can't explain to you how this is like the perfect coloring. Like it's just like this beautiful, like light red, like not quite like a, you know, not quite a pink but not like a deep red. And then like the lemon just like really pops in it. So cheers. It's gorgeous. I have not. Oh my God, that I, smells so good too. Oh, it does smell good. I have not tasted this. I have not tried it out. I just I'm sure it'll be threw delicious. it together today. I just have a general idea. Cheers. Cheers. As I suspected, it's delicious. Also very refreshing, which is very needed because we are currently um, recording in Oregon where it's, very hot. The world's ending. And so. apparently, um, as I did not know, because I've only ever grown up on the East Coast, and specifically in Virginia, apparently the heathens who settled Oregon decided that they don't need air conditioning. So Well, global warming made us need air conditioning. I feel like you should have had it long before then. <laughs> You're saying this like I'm from Oregon. Well, I'm blaming you. That's fair. So yeah, the Darla Dimple, it's a play off of Shirley Temple. So we have grenadine, we have this uh, pink lemonade vodka, Ooh. Uh, lemon slices like around it, um, and soda water. And then yeah, Love animal it. cookies on the side. So perfect. Yeah. yeah, so like we said before, Cats Don't Dance. It's about Hollywood in the 1930s and how uh, it was such a bigoted and racist place. Mm -hmm. But let's add singing, cats and yes. dogs. Indeed. And it's basically like, so in Cats Don't Dance, it's sort of like the allegory is like the animals. It's basically a world where animals aren't allowed to perform really like they're allowed to be on screen but only as their animal self like if you're a cat you say meow and that that's your whole line yeah. that's all you do a lot of the characters throughout there are like cats on stage like animals singing and dancing go back to the farm um yeah yikes yeah no they they really they really went went in with the metaphor <laughs> yeah so we start off um the narrator is saying that this is a story between a princess see darla dimple mm -hmm. and a peasant Danny the cat. Well, Darla Dimple is her stage name. Darla Smacks is her real name, I think. Like, that's, that's the first name that we see on screen. Darla Smacks was the name of the serial. Oh, really? Yes. I thought Darla Smacks is her name. No, it's Darla Dimple. I got really excited because I was Which like, is a play off of Shirley Temple and another child actress of the time named Darla. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, I was hoping it was Darla Smacks. I was like, that's funny because everyone wants to smack the shit out of her. She is a child, right? <laughs> She's a bitch is what she is. <laughs> I mean, I will not disagree this with is, you. This um, musical is the first time I've ever written or thought the words, get fucked, little girl. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I've thought, fuck them kids. I've never thought this specific child get fucked. I think you have from the perspective of every other adult in the musical, <laughs> Annie. That's fair. They all just hated orphans. It's so funny. And I just don't it's understand so it. But anyway, so we see Darla is a super successful child actor in Hollywood, a film star. 
Yep. Um, yep, she yep, has yep. a lot of merchandise like Darla Smacks the cereal. Look, I thought it was her name. I'm looking. <laughs> don't you can just feel the love. I don't like you. False. You love me mm. and hate me. Agreed. Yes. Um Yeah, we see this like weird toothpaste. It's like her bar thing. Yeah, it's so gross. You know how they do merchandise so wrong all mm-hmm. the time? Or, like, do you remember the, sh- the Shrek, like, it was either a soap or a shampoo, I mean, the same thing, but, like, it was either a soap or a shampoo. It's not the same thing. Um, there, the, there was, in the early 2000s, which was a lawless wasteland, as uh, we can all agree. Everyone loves purple ketchup. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Dear God. Um, DreamWorks came out with this, like, Shrek, I think it was a shampoo or something, but the bottle of it, it was, like, the front profile of Shrek, but with this, like, creepy smile and, like, these... Obviously unblinking because it's a picture, but like the creepiest eyes. If it was eyes, blinking, that would be creepier. Right the now. creepiest eyes, like it was like it was one of those where it was looking straight forward, so it would like follow you, and it was just, it was very uncomfortable. I remember distinctly. You want to keep, keep talking because I'm eating an animal cracker. Yep. Animal crackers <laughs> in my soup. Monkeys um, and rabbits. Luke yeah. So basically, the narrator is explaining it's that Charlie Temple, Darling, it's relevant. That Darla Dimple is, um, yeah, this prolific... America's ch- sweetheart. Weren't you eating an animal cracker and you wanted me to keep talking? Yeah. So I'm a lot, so I have to be silent this entire time? Presumably, yes. Okay, good to know. Well, not, no, Kendall, not the whole episode. <laughs> That's not... Anyway, so the narr- Keep that silence. <laughs> so the narrator explains um, that Darla Dimple is, like Kimball said, a prolific child actress um, who's supposed to be this like America's sweetheart, like adorable little angel, um, when in reality she is a beast. Um, and then we're introduced to Danny from Kokomo, Indiana. Yes, not Nebraska. Not Nebraska. I know everyone gets them confused. And we see him on his way. To Hollywood because he wants to have his big break and be a star. Yeah. The problem is, he's a cat. He's a cat. Not a person. Nope. But like also a person, just not a human. Yeah. Yes. So we get into the song, Our Time Has, has come. come. Which is a great song. It's such a fucking bop. Um, so this song is very much, you know, um, a great opening credits, by the way. Yeah. It's animated beautifully. Um, um, although uh, the bar for this is low, better than from Justin to Kelly. We've talked about from <laughs> Justin to Kelly for probably a solid two hours in the 24 hours Raven has been in town. Yep. Um, um, so anyway, so he's traveling across the country. Uh, you see him, like, you see Mount Rushmore being unveiled. Mm-hmm. When did Mount Rushmore... Why, why are you asking me that? Well, that seems like a weird thing you know. <laughs> you know random facts. I think it... No, I don't know. No, say, say what you think. No, because I'm going to be wrong. It was created October 4th, 1927 to October 31st, 1941. So, same, like, around the time period. Okay. Um, but there's also, uh, so this is specifically, like, spring 1939. And there's also references to, like, other, like, movies around that time that came out, like, later. Um, so, and, you know, it's just general Hollywood 1930s, 40s. Correct. So yeah, our time has come. It's very optimistic. Um, it's like, you know what? We need to like get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, follow our dreams. The um, 
like the melody and the overall sound of it reminds me a lot of a star is born from hercules yes and it's it's yes. it's very much that um like very upbeat because it's it's meant to it's be it's a it's a 90s upbeat animated song yeah like inspirational yeah. song and it's like at this point in the movie um like right at the beginning it's sort of a call to action like for danny um it's it's showing like it's playing over i mean over the opening credits but also over his journey to hollywood where yeah. he's like yeah, yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to become a, like this breakout star so it's like very hopeful very inspiring um and it's something i would easily see being on like glee or like high school musical interesting like as like they're like this is our big piece. Like we've come so far, you know. Um, yeah, I guess I can see that. Um, when we're at the lyric, can you feel the power now and get into the key change? I was like, uh, I can feel. I love a good like key change transition. Yeah, does it now so well. that's a key change? Me and my friends thought it would be a good drinking game where you listen to a playlist and every time there's like a good key change. Um, be like, oh, that's a key change. You drink. So obviously, you have to start and end with love on top. Correct. Okay. Um, exactly correct. Um, <laughs> and then a follow-up game. Now that's a good bridge. Ooh. But honestly, it's so good be on bridge. the lookout for a musical playlist. We're going to be making a lot. That would be amazing. Um, so yeah, Danny the cat is voiced by Scott Bakula, um, who. What a ridiculous human being. <laughs> so, uh, Dwayne Pride, NCIS, uh, he's in Men of a Certain Age. Uh, he's Captain Jonathan Archer, Star Trek Enterprise. He's in Quanta Leap. Um, he's, like, comes from a very musical family. Interesting. Um, in the fourth grade, he started this, like, rock band. And he also later sang with the St. Louis Symphony. Um, Interesting. Ridiculously talented individual. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, and then the other character we mentioned so far, Darla Dimple. Darla is voiced by Ashley Pelden, um, who was also teenage Kitty Foreman from the 1970s yeah. show. It's just a really recognizable thing in my Did you head. say the 1970s show? Yes. Instead of that 70s show? Yeah, the 1970s show. Okay. <laughs> I was saying the title, I was saying a description. Noted. <laughs> Wild. Um, yeah, and the mommies connected, um... And then the singing voice for Darla, which we will talk about how that girl rocked them pipes. Oh, yeah. She has such an amazing voice. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay uh, Ridgway, um, she it was like did some voice work for like the 1990s, late 1980s Sonic mm -hmm. the Hedgehog show. But most importantly, and Raven doesn't really understand this reference as much as I would like, but that's okay. People watch different TV shows in their youth. She played Morgan Matthews, the younger sister in Boy Meets World. Also, Darla keep in mind, voice. I like didn't really watch TV as a kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, um, but also, so Darla Temple, I don't know, more. are you at all familiar with the actress Genevieve Hanelius? That sounds familiar. She, um, she's a young, uh, young actress who was in like, a bunch of Disney shows, so like... Um, uh, what's the? She was in like Sunny with a Chance. She was in um, Super Buddies. She was in I threw my phone away. Um, there's like there's it's one great. with like there's like You're a dog. Present. There's one with like a dog that can talk. I forget what it's called. She but basically, do. she no. Um, um, it's like a I'm it's more it's a more recent uh, uh, Disney show. Okay. It's like dog with a dog with a blog. That's what it's called. Um, she lives in Jesse. Basically, Are you sure you're she's not 15 years she's old. She's the little girl. I love Disney shows. She's the little girl um, that, like, she's like 
Helena Bonham Carter, but as like a child actress, where like okay. she only plays the like evil demon child <laughs> that like mm. that pretends to be super sweet, yeah. and she's like she's like Darla Dimple like as a character. Gotcha. That's her entire repertoire, and. If this movie had been made now, I feel like she would have played Darla Dimple, and the actress sounds like her, and it like threw me off for oh, most fun. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Danny uh, gets into town, um, runs into the cutest fucking penguin. I die every time I see him. Which we'll talk about <laughs> him when like he comes up more. Just you know, selling ice, which is amazing. And he, the first stop is at the Chinese theater in Hollywood, mm -hmm. and we get into Danny's arrival song. And so it's, here I am, um, I am, um, blindfully ambitious. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, even the most impossible dream can come true. And I'm like, well, by definition, no, it can't. But I, oh, be I believe in The optimist, Raven <laughs> Smith, everybody. But I, I believe in you. <laughs> um. Also, he, like, fucks up a streetcar. Yeah, and he, like, assaults. Sawyer mm -hmm. and ruins her like possessions. Yes. Um, so especially in like this song, um, they like you know going through going around Hollywood saying how great it is. Um, you know it's fun, it's jazzy, um, and we see a lot of celebrities uh, caricature caricatures. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so the celebrities that were were. Uh, uh, Jim Duran, uh, Beth Davis, uh, Stan Laurel, Oliver Hardy, Mae West, Joan Crawford, Cary Grant, W.C. Fields, and Clark Gable. And he, like, you yeah. know. And they even mentioned Clark them. Gable in the movie. Yeah, yeah. and, like, uh, later on. Um, and so he goes around. Um, Sawyer's just like, Sawyer's the um, love kitty interest. Cat. The other kitty cat. Mm -hmm. um, on her way to work. Who is voiced by. Ugh. Two wonderful Two women. amazing women. Woman number one, the speaking voice is Jasmine Guy. And it's really interesting because Jasmine Guy was not the uh, first um, person cast for Sawyer. They actually filmed like 90% of the movie. But the other woman had to leave. And her voice, they intended Sawyer to have a really deep voice to match with her singing voice. Mm -hmm. The singing voice being Natalie Cole, yes. daughter oh of Nat King Cole. Yes. Um, albums such as Inseparable, Stardust, Unforgettable with Love, Good to Be Back, Everlasting. Everyone needs to, I think it was like the 39th Grammys, Tonys, Summer mm -hmm. Award show. Fuck if I know. With modern technology, she sang a duet with her dad, Aww. When I Fall in Love. Aww. And it's, like, the sweetest thing. So everyone go look up Natalie Cole and Nat King Cole, When I Fall in Love. Um, but she also has, like, duetted with, like, amazing other people. I really love her duet, uh, Stormy Weather with Tony Bennett myself. Ooh, Stormy Weather is a good song. Yes. So, like, Jasmine Guy, the speaking voice, uh, Vampire Diaries, um, Whitley in a Different World. Yep. Uh, she... Uh, on Broadway, she was in, like, revivals for, like, Grease, The Wiz. She was Velma Kelly in Chicago. Uh, she oh, I was can in see that. Melrose Place, uh, Roxy, Dead like, uh, Roxy and Dead Like Me. Um, she has a, her self-titled album, the single on it, uh, Try Me, did fantastic. Um, she's an activist, a dance teacher, a writer. She wrote Evolution of a, of a Revolutionary. It's the biography of Afeni Shakur, uh, which is uh, Tupac's mother. Yeah. Um, incredible people. <laughs> yes. Like, it's... 
It's it's such a shame the um, reception of this movie. It did not it, do it did well, not do but well it the only office. has like positive reviews. And but also back. a lot of um, when I was looking like looking up like reception and everything, a lot of uh, people kind of like think it was due to the fact that it was occurring like during the Warner Turner like merger, mm-hmm. um, and they were just like the advertising and marketing just just wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, gotcha. which yeah. is a shame. Everyone yeah. like this is truly when I think of like very influential and like favorite movies of mine from my childhood this mm. is like near the top of the list and it has such an iconic cast yeah like I, with iconic cats see what i did there okay um yeah so danny's rival song he yep. fucks up a streetcar and in the process assaults and uh, yeah uh, uh, hits sawyer uh gets her coffee spilled on her lights her hat on fire mm-hmm. Which pushes catches her, her feather, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pushes her into a fountain. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to him. Yep, and so she shows up to work. Blindfully like, ambitious. Just shows up to work, like, soaked and, like, raggedy. And I feel so bad for this girl. Yeah, um, So then we see that he, he's going to this talent agent's office. Oh, also solid scatting from Danny. Oh, yeah. He, he's an awesome scat cat. Indeed. Listen back to our Aristocats episode, Feature Lisa. Um, yeah, so then he shows up, he's going to this talent agent's office, and there we yes. meet a whole new group of characters. The talent agent being... Oh, is this what I want to talk about? No, I was going to talk about um, the studio head. Uh, but the talent uh, agent being Farley Wink. Yeah, Farley Wink, Animal Actors Agency. Oh, okay. Yeah, Farley Wink, uh, played by Frank Welker. Which we've talked oh, about yeah. in detail yep. for Rotel Dorado, but he's Megatron and Fred Jones Scooby Doo. Um, he's also a Curious Joe Orge, Ralph from the Animaniacs, um, one of the most prolific voice actors mm-hmm. of our time. Yeah, um, and so and there he um, he also meets Tilly. Tilly, uh, Tilly the hippopotamus, mm-hmm. uh, played by. Kathy Najimi, uh, who is uh, Sister Mary Patrick from my favorite movie, uh, Sister Act and Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. <laughs> uh, she is also Peggy Hill in King of the Hill. Oh. Mary in Hocus Pocus, one of the three oh. witches. Uh, she okay. was in Veep, Unforgettable, Pepper Ann, Veronica's Closet. Um, she, I think she has like the most recognizable voice. She does have an incredibly yeah. recognizable voice. So she voice, plays yeah. the... Uh, Aside from the turtle... The turtle, T.W., um, played by um, Don Knotts. Yes. Andy I, Griffith Show. Three's Company. Growing Matt up. Hawk. Don Knotts. Everyone knows everyone Don Knotts. Everyone knows Don Knotts. And then we also have the Waldorf and Statler of mm-hmm. the main cast. Yep. Uh, we have um, Cranston the Goat, uh, played by Hal Holbrook. Who is also, uh, he, uh, very famously known for his portrayal of Mark Twain in a bunch of things, but mm-hmm. he also, Mark Twain Tonight on Broadway, um, won shit ton of awards, uh, Into the Wild, Lincoln, um, and then we also have Franny the Fish, um, who is played by Betty Lou Garson, uh, who was, and Perry Mason, she was Corella DeVille, the narrator in Cinderella, and the Quips. The, the wit. The wit. The palpable sexual tension <laughs> between Franny and, and Cranston. Cranston. It uh, is 
unmatched. Like, just go fuck already. I, they have. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they have. And so they're also in this talent agent's office because yeah. he's the only guy that, like, finds jobs for animals. Yes. With a 10% fee on his part. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they see this they see this new kid coming in and he's like, Oh yeah, I have my whole plan. I made it to Hollywood, that's a check. You know, I figure I'll get my first big break by Friday. And he's like, That's how it worked out for you guys, right? And they're just like, Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, sure, buddy, sure. And Chris is like, maybe even Thursday. Yeah, Tilly introduces (laughs) everyone to each other. Let me say this about Tilly. She is always ready to network. Yes. I love her. At a drop of a pen. But remember... Drop of a hat? Yes. I was thinking drop of a... I was thinking pen drop. Mm, okay. That's... That was the confusion. That's what was going on in the old noggin? You know I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, Raven. It was <laughs> so know. hot. It was so hot, y'all. I was fine. Yeah. Raven said she slept a full eight hours for the first time in what? Multiple years. Please be concerned, listeners. <laughs> um, ye- I completely forgot what I was saying. Um, Tilly's always ready to network. Oh, yeah. And... Be known, though. Don't let... Don't let the hippo propaganda get you. Hippopotami... Yes. Um, are... Some of the most dangerous animals on this Oh, for sure. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. For some reason, because they're... Big hippo is out there... They're not even ...lying to you, but we're here to tell you the truth, listeners. They're not even necessarily not, like... Like, advertised as super friendly all the time, but it's just like... Baby hippos are. Baby hippos are, but like, baby hip- baby hippos are also dangerous because one, they're still large, and two... And in charge. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, hippos are incredibly dangerous, and they are carnivorous. I don't know why some people don't think that. Yeah, maybe eat but people. They, yeah, they do eat people. Like, yeah. not just like they have, but like they do, like actively. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, but I do love how supportive they're being. Like, they're not, like, tearing... Yet. They're not, like, tearing well, him Well, T.W. lives his life by fortune cookie yes. fortunes. And Which checks out for Don Knotts' character. They're always <laughs> so grim. And also, yes. once you get one, why do you hold on to it? Because it's your fortune. He has so many. <laughs> he does have so many. Which also just, like... I'll well, I guess, I guess I guess there's a Chinese restaurant just down the street, so maybe that's where he keeps yeah, getting maybe. them. Um, but I do love how they're like, they don't immediately tear him down. Just like, you know what, kid? Keep your dream for a little bit, like as long as you can. Yeah. And then you'll, it'll, it'll be broken. You know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Danny goes to uh, Farley's, Farley Wink's office and trying to get a job. There's a new Darla Dimple movie. Little uh, Archangel. Yeah. Uh, Darla Dimple, Mega Sweetheart. And love of children and animals. Ugh. Oh my god, I just got the pun. Like Archangel. Yes. I didn't. It sounded like, the name sounded like, I could, I knew that there was something else to it, but I couldn't put my like, finger on uh, it until Verdict just... Alley and the new Dimension 20. Yes. Uh, uh, Misfits and Magic. Misfits and Magic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we watched that, the first episode yesterday. Amazing. one. So good. Please go watch. Abria Iyengar, we love you. She's amazing. Because obviously she's listening to this. Oh, obviously. I hope she is. We'll tag her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, we talked about you. We love you. Yes. Bye. Okay, she's bye. Amazing. XOXO. <laughs> XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bit. Um, so, and um, the agent's like, oh, can you play a cat? And he was like, I am a cat. 
Correct. <laughs> Hired. Hired. That easy. He's good at his job. Signs yeah. a bunch of... While they're signing all the uh, paperwork, um, Sawyer comes in looking uh, ragged. A mess. This girl has been through it. Yes. And she is his assistant. Correct. Um, so comes well, in... secretary. What? Secretary. I thought they said assistant. She said, I'm a secretary, not an actress. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you get it right, question. Campbell. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> get it right. Um, when she's on the phone with presumably um, in a talent requisition. Okay. This is what we need to talk about. Okay. So she says, she says, oh, you're looking for a lamb for your new like Moses, Moses, movie. Moses movie. And there's a lamb actor who's like sitting over in the corner. He's like, oh, me, me, me. And she's like a sacrificial lamb. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, but Which they're not. <laughs> leads me. They're not actually going to sacrifice her in the film. I think they were going to. <laughs> like, that's not how movies work. They still eat meat. That's fair. I think they wanted to call this animal agency. It was like, hey, can we kill a sentient lamb? Yeah. We will pay you. <laughs> Ugh, the 30s. That's so horrible. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. yeah, and so uh, Sawyer's telling everyone about her day. It was like, yeah, I ran to this fucking cat. And they were like, oh, orange tabby. Green vest. <laughs> Straw hat, like I know where you can find him. <laughs> yeah, and so Tilly tries to like get her, like get her together. Is like sewing the dress while like on her and just like you know make her make her look presentable. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you never know when you're gonna meet someone, and then immediately gets hit in the face with a door. <laughs> yeah. This, this, this character takes such a beating. <laughs> well, Danny does so much damage just by existing, and yeah. it's just like. Sir, have you not learned how to make your way through the world? <laughs> yeah, and so um, they need to find a female cat. And so Farley's like, you want to do me a favor? And Sawyer's like, you're going to pay me overtime? You're going to be this, mm-hmm. this, this, and this? Um, he's like, fine. Um, he's like, here's your partner. And she was like, oh, no, no, not him. Tough tabby. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> to you, which I think we should, you know, add to our lexicon. Tough tabby? Yeah. I like it. We'll workshop it tonight mm-hmm. when we're drinking. We'll work through it. Um, Heavily. And do do do. Yeah, and Danny like sees her and is just so fucking clueless. She's like, oh, you're gonna say beautiful, soaking you wet. wet. And she's you like, it's your fucking antagonized fault. her all morning long. Also, also the most important thing to note about her character, she has the tiniest paws that are just adorable. <laughs> if they it's like Yzma's pause when she's when she's a cat. cat. Oh my god! Which gosh. comes up later. Oh, oh! I think I know Kitty when Yzma specifically. I think I know when. Yes. Well, yeah, we'll get to it very soon. Oh, I was thinking later, but continue. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we go to Mammoth Studios. Mm-hmm. Um. We see like different animals like off and on set. We see Toto. We see Kong. Uh, Kong is uh super annoyed, played by D. Bradley Baker, who. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what other voice actor is so good at just being random animals. Besides Alan Tudyk. Yes. yes. But D. Bradley Baker is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like any kind of like weird monster or something like that, it's D. Bradley Baker. Uh, he was Klaus, American Dad, uh, Daffy Duck and some things. Uh, mm. He's Perry the Platypus. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, do-do. Um, yes, yeah, so then we get onto this, the main set um, of Little Archangel. And Darla and Dimple's face, the, like, the stage is so fucking terrifying. Yes, correct. It's, it's basically if you took Shirley Temple and put Pennywise the Clown's face on it. <laughs> and that's fucking correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see, so they're getting ready to like do the opening of the mm-hmm. movie. Um, mm-hmm. and Instead of like the MGM lion. It's Wooly, the mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like shoves his head through this thing. Do you know is... who voices Wooly the mammoth? I do not. Fucking Gimli. G- what? Yeah. John Reese um, Davies. Yeah. That is amazing. Is Wooly the mammoth. How did they get such a star-studded cast it's, for this? It's, like, actually criminal that this didn't get <laughs> such a good reception. Um, yeah, so Gimli. Oh, that's so awesome. It was a very prominent role. Um, Fun fact, when John Rhys-Davies was playing uh, Gimli, um, whenever they would shoot... That uh, is fun. Whenever they would shoot the action scenes with, like, Gimli swinging his hammer and stuff, or his axe, um, they'd be like, okay, these are all the extras that you're going to be going up against, like, try not to hit them, but if you accidentally hit a couple of them, like, it's okay. And he would just, like, go all out and, hell like, yeah, legitimately dude. hit them and, like, fight. And I'm hell like, yeah, dude. hell yeah. <laughs> That's why they have unions. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we get into the song, the start of the movie, that they're filming, Little Boat on the Sea. Mm-hmm. Okay, Morgan Matthews, those pipes. She was like 10, 11 years old. And she can really sing. We see it even more later on in Big and Loud. Yeah. Yeah. But But this song is basically Old MacDonald meets Mm -hmm. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. And um, the little angel is talking about how, you know, there's going to be a, a reckoning. Cataclysmic, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. A cataclysmic reckoning. Yes. Because everyone sucked in the world and God was just like, flood. Sucked? Uh, past tense? At the time. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that it's not applicable today. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. And so, you know. So why does this little girl have the fattest legs? Like, like, like baby, like baby chub legs. Yeah, I think. I mean, she's supposed to be still a ch- like a child. Yeah, but I thought she was supposed to be like. I guess she's supposed to be like really young. I yeah. didn't think of her as like a toddler. Which, which is wild. What happens with her in the end? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk when we get yeah. there. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're like uh the the piggies go oink 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 the and then the kitties go meow and then. Danny, Danny just goes off. Yeah, he's like, what do you think about some improvisation? And she's like, no, 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 you're a cat. You say meow, that's all yeah. you do, and, and so we move on. He was like, meow, 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 um, And then and Darla's face. And scatting across the stage. Darla's face when she's, like, swinging away is just like. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, who the fuck is this guy? What? what the fuck? And at first she just, like, moves on, but then he, like, literally steals her spotlight. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Why did no. the spotlight follow him? I, I think they Who just Who is didn't... the spotlight operator in this film? Because they're <laughs> on it 100% of the time. Oh, 100%. And they don't plan with him beforehand. Nope. He is like, I can read He's just it. that good at his job. He was like, I can read the room. <laughs> also, this shame what... on us, assuming it was a man. Facts. 
in a little boat on the sea. <laughs> um, um, it, yeah, and so she loses her fucking mind. Yep, and she talk immediately about a tantrum. Cut. Yeah, huh. um, and she immediately calls cut. Uh, and the director's like, oh, yeah, cut, cut, cut. I'm like, I feel like you yeah. should have already the done that. The director, who we didn't know had a name. I guess they said at some point. Um, who knows? Flanagan, the director, played by uh, Rene Abagenois. Uh, beautiful. Thank you. Don't know if it was correct, but beautiful. Yeah. Um, he was in McLeish and Pound Puppies, Boston Legal. Um, he was Master Fung in the narrator in Shaolin Showdown, which was I loved Ooh. as a kid. Yeah. I haven't watched it since, so I hope it's not super problematic. Might be. Probably yeah. is. Uh, but he's also Dr. Strange Snork. From the Snorks. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, my um, listeners get they Everyone fucks with the your Snorks. Listeners? I said our. Okay. Did I? Did I, I say my you listeners? Said my. Okay, well, I definitely have some that listen to me. Mm-hmm. And they're also the ones that listen to you, because that's how the podcast works. Mm. Um, so then she calls in her, like, manservant. A and butler. bodyguard, Max. 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 What the fuck is Max supposed to be? Max <laughs> is a person. Um, is he? Yes. <laughs> um, he is colossal. He looks like a. This eldritch horror is played <laughs> by the director Mark Dindal. He looks like if someone crossed a golem with like Frankenstein's monster. Correct. I love when animated stuff like a lot of people complain. That, like, the sizes or thing aren't consistent, and the response... But it's not really supposed to be. I mean, but the response to that is, like, okay, I'll show you consistent. And it's, like, egregious how the differences in size throughout the movie. And it's just funny. So Max, uh, played by the director, he also directed uh, Chicken Little and Emperor's New Groove. And he also voiced Kitty Yzma. (gasps) So the voice of Max... Is the same voice as Kitty Yzma in Emperor's New Groove. That is amazing and, and insane. It is insane. Many octaves apart. Yeah, there's, yes. there's, there's, there's some, you know, modulation going on there. For sure. Um, but that's wild. I really like how they animate Max when he's talking uh, to the until the really very end. How oh, he yeah. speaks, his teeth, his jaw does not move. Do not move. It is it's only his, his lips. lips that are just doing a stadium-style wave. Yeah. Um... Or it's what very... Raven and I did in bed last night. See, it's funny because we did the wave when we, we did right do before the wave. going to bed. <laughs> anyway, you're so platonic; it hurts. Uh, you sure about that, lover? Yes, okay. that's how we greet each other this morning. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's actually it's actually really intriguing. But I agree. At the end, he gets really creepy. Um, yeah. So then he scoops. Hmm. And what sound does the kitty cat make? make. M- meow? <laughs> Good. Ah, ah, ah. One kitty cat. Ah, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> and then, like, slams Max, like, through the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he learns his lesson through, you know, abuse and violence. And, like, every step, he, like, breaks the ground, and on it, and he, there's this huge Max sized hole in the wall when he broke through the sound stage on his way out when he touches that hole flash of life uh disappears into smoke yeah who (laughs) who and what (laughs) why when where and how yeah which isn't as fun to say no 
but, but alas um so yeah so then uh we see like it's kind of after the rehearsal and um all the animals are, no. are going back like home back our core gang is like making fun of danny yeah and he just doesn't get it and like someone needs like, to talk sense to him and Sawyer's like dibs yeah and he's just like were my notes off like was i off key like did i miss a and step and sawyer sawyer says nobody fucking cares about us yeah here give up this is the best you are going to be able to do um and yeah um, because danny danny thinks he's like this will set me back a whole, a whole day, day. maybe, maybe only day. half a day um and i really like what they do with the animation in this um that becomes more prominent in the next song um but throughout all all the um entrenched is not the word i'm thinking of what word am i thinking of i don't know what you're trying to say the animals that have been in the business here for a while oh um ooh, 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 what um, am i thinking of like not quite indoctrinated but like yeah i i know the, my little thesaurus i know what you're trying to say and it's similar to like embedded but like as a person in the society yeah. we'll move on we'll we'll think about it later so yeah, so but what I was saying, how all the animals that have been here for a while, they are so muted, mm-hmm. color-wise. Sawyer usually has like, when she's talking about like these important things to Danny, she is always in the shadows. Yeah, it's because symbolic it's, and important. Yeah, and it's to show how like being in this business when you're so marginalized and like you like you're just not. You're, you're not the mainstream look that we're going for, yeah. you know, and, and how it can, it can really, like, break you down. And you see that all of these actors that are, that know the deal, you know, around here, they're just like, there's no point in trying. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't want us here, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, yeah, and so then, um, yeah, she basically tells Danny that he's shit out of luck. And she's like, you know honestly like give up on your dreams basically mm-hmm. um th- like like you said this is the best you're gonna do and kind of just like take it as it is or go back to kokomo um no that's later never mind um and so then danny runs into pudge uh the penguin yes so who's so cute full name uh pudge is a nickname Peebo pudge meyer mm-hmm. i believe is his name Peebo pudge meyer what the fuck? He was wearing a little sailor suit eating a yes. donut. It's like peng- animated penguins are so fucking cute. Like the one in Looney Tunes that gets really qua- sad yes. and cries ice cubes. When the one guy's like penguins are pra- uh, penguins are practically chickens. He was going to eat him and he starts crying ice cubes. They're so adorable. Yeah, so Pudge is like, I liked your dancing. I liked your song. Uh, Pudge and- played by Matthew uh, Harried. Um, yeah, and it's just yeah. really sweet and touching. And, and so then Danny, like... Dejectedly fi- tap dances. Yeah, so he, like, starts trying to teach Pudge, like, a couple of steps. And then he gets, like, he gets his spirits back up, because Pudge is, like, legitimately, like... Intense, the Gene like, Kelly shines through. Yeah, and so he, like, starts trying to teach him how to dance, like, just, like, kind of breaks out into this whole dance routine. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Like, no, we gotta try this again, like... You know, we gotta, we gotta do this. Like, we can, we can show them that we're good. We can show them that we're talented. Blah blah blah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um. So then, um. They... While they're doing that, they hear this piano playing. Yes. And they realize it's coming from the trailer of Wooly 
the Mammoth. Mm-hmm. And he's an incredibly talented he piano player. is going hard on the... <laughs> that elephant's going hard on the ivories. You can quote me on that. Okay. Um, yeah, so then we, we they go up to his trailer and he invites them in. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Oh, uh, Pudge, Pudge, like, like, falls on the, like, last note of, like, the song. And Willie was like, you have a natural rear for music. That's fine. Love it. Nice pun. Um, Yeah, and so then he offers some tea. Um, What kind of tea, Raven? Peanut tea, which is funny because peanuts aren't actually a nut. They're a legume, which he informs them of. And I love this man. Uh, while he's facts. like moving around the trailer, but he's an elephant in the trails, trailer, so everything's getting like slammed yeah. shut around. Mm-hmm. Everything's um, tipping over. Um, and yeah, and like it, it's actually really cool because he's like using his trunk to like, he like uses his trunk to like play the piano, yeah. like to grab everything. Also, his teapot has tusks, and I want that teapot. Yeah, it's so cool. Tea Which, kettle. Tea. What's the difference? Uh, the kettle is like what you. Oh. I'm I'm saying I'm thinking teapot is more as like the porcelain, the what like so the kettle's what you heat the water in and the pot is what you steep put, in and what you actually okay. I mean, I, guess the, the, I mean, I guess I've never made a pot of tea, so I, I guess that makes sense. We'll, we'll have some later. Okay. Um, I have a lot of good tea. Um, I do, and yeah, and so we find out that woolly. Like, his dream was to, you know, write film scores, and yeah. he was, you know, very talented musician, and then he has pictures of, like, the gang on his wall. And we see that Sawyer actually is a talented singer, and also dancer. used to want to be, yeah, and dancer, and also wanted to be an actress. Uh, T.W. was, like, an action, kind of, more, uh, actor. Yeah. Um, uh, Franny and Cranston used to dance together. Uh, Tilly is fucking it up. <laughs> Tilly is amazing. Looking at like Marilyn Monroe, uh, she 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 stunts pretty hard in this mm-hmm. entire film. She's awesome. Yeah. So basically, like, all of them have their own stories. All of them have their own ambitions and their own dreams, and were slowly crushed by this oppressive yeah. industry. And Wooly did say Sawyer. I thought she was going to be the one to make it. Yeah. She was she was the Danny for them. Yeah. Um, which makes it even more even sadder. Um, upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're looking because people are looking for talented people, not animals. Yeah. Um, so Danny hatches a plan. Um, so this is where we see, especially everyone's like pretty muted except for Danny after the, uh, the casting people were only looking for wildebeest yeah. for like Tarzan movie. Um, everyone else go home, but Danny's like, wait. Oh, also, because then, real quick, because then T.W.'s like, oh, like, might as well go home and clean. And then he just goes into his shell. And I just want everyone that might ever listen to this to know that, like, turtles aren't hermit crabs. Their shell isn't their home. It's part of their body. Yeah, their shell is their spine. It's it's their body. Like, it's their skeleton. Like, don't, yeah. Anyway. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um... I don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. 
There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. Cheers. Cheers. To us. Ah, ah, ah. One drink. Ah, ah, ah. Delicious. So now, we go into the song Animal Jam. Which is very trash in the camp. I literally wrote the exact same thing. Oh, Raven. Amazing. Get your own original thought. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Danny kind of, you know, starts dancing and singing and stuff like that. And, and is trying to convince them, to like, hey, we can do this. Like, everybody Pudge join in. Pudge is killing it. Pudge on is crushing Sign that boy it. up for Stomp. Um... <laughs> I mean, he's drumming on trash cans. Yeah, that's right. Banging on a trash can. Drumming on a street light. Playing on my banjo. Think big. From So Doug? the other... Oh. Yeah, it's from Doug, the song. Um, Campbell, that's like from decades ago. This is from decades ago. Yeah, but so I just watched this song. five minutes ago. Yeah, but I'm just saying, this also relates to the song afterwards. Think big and loud. Okay. That was a solid reference. Okay, so... Um, I love the first bird that like kind of like gets into it. That's like, it's one of those birds that like sits on like uh, uh, crocodiles, alligators. Yes. And it's just like, like mop head, like mop head bird. Mm -hmm. And he's just like stamping his feet. And like, you know, and like what is, into it. yeah, what is love, but like crank the tempo up. Yeah. And, um, and they're all like, they'll like slowly get into it. Like, uh, after a while, like they all, like a few of them start dancing. Wooly, a couple of them start playing comes, instruments. Wooly comes out with the boogie woogie to end mm, all, all boogie, boogie woogies. And it is amazing. It's amazing. And we see that, yeah, all the animals like really get into it. They're all jamming out, um, and we see that Darla overhears them while she's getting her um, facial treatments. Yeah, yeah, her face is being sculpted by and the she, gods. But it, but that doesn't make sense because she's just getting a mask on. She's getting a mask done, and but like with the mask on, she says like, "My face is a but like you can't see your face because you have a mask on." Um, it's. Oh, so you're not getting your face. She has a she has too good self esteem. Like, like uh, who also has too good self esteem? Also is in Dimension Twenty. Um, oh, uh, Dream. Sam, not uh, Sam. Karen. Dream. Yeah. yeah. Karen. Um, Erica Ishii. Yes. The shouts for you too. Oh my God, her outfit! I was loving every bit of it. It's Amazing. Erica, right? Yes, Erica Ishii. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also great and escape from Loki. Um, yeah, so Darla overhears them jamming out, um, and then Danny even manages to get Sawyer into the action, dancing oh, and singing. yeah, it's like, Sawyer, we hear well, her well voice. first, before she, like, goes see what's going on, she's in her office, and she's just, like, typing it away. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, like, the typewriter, uh, um, 
orchestral piece that there's a percussionist playing a typewriter. Are you familiar oh, with the piece? What is yeah, that called? Um, do not know, but I've heard it. Yeah, that's going to be bother. That's going to bother me that I don't know this. Um, it bothers you when you don't know anything. Yeah, because I should know those things. But, <gasps> don't touch me. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I won't boost your self-esteem. You're not amazing and wonderful and lovely and at everything. Oh, lying on air, I see. Good luck for you. <laughs> anyway. I like how you turn me smacking your hand away to making fun of you. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Truly is a hallmark of our friendship. So anyway, Sawyer's <laughs> typing away and like kind of gets into it. Yeah. And then she's like, what's going on? And she like goes to look, um, goes to the fire escape, falls... Classic cat, just... screech, arch back. And then she was like, oh, no one saw me? Ooh, I'm gonna... She moseys. Yeah. She moseys she on moseys over. over. Um, She's more of a mosey. Your Danny's a scamper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny scrambles. Yeah. And he changes into the suit during this... Like, big band yeah. suit. But here's my thing. What the fuck is this suit? It's like this bright canary... Well, canary yellow is more of a pale, but, like, it's like this bright canary yellow jacket. It's like taxi yellow. weird green... Like, weird in that it doesn't match. It doesn't go with the yellow green pants oh, and hat. Oh, And Raven. then a red bow tie. Raven. I was not here for it. He does not give a fuck. He is fly as fuck. Clearly. So Danny's like, oh, Sawyer, like, come dance. Like, Tilly, like, uh, well, Tilly, oh my god, her dancing in this and her, like, posing, she, like, really feels herself. Oh, as yeah, she as she should. Um, and so she gets, she's like, no, I'm not gonna dance. It's all dumb. And um, she does, like, a little bit and um, then has this dance battle with Danny because Danny mm -hmm. was like, oh, a little rusty. And she like, was like, I see you over there, Tilly. She was like, oh, I'll show you rusty and she goes hard on them and she's amazing yeah. as as you should like it's tilly it makes sense yeah um yeah so uh then you know they kind of like finish up and danny's like okay yeah like guys this is amazing like we have to go for this we have to like try to like get bigger parts and stuff like that like i can i'll get us like an audition with the big boss you know l lb mammoth yes and lb mammoth Mammoth is actually a reference to L.B. Meyer. To do, 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 do. yeah, yeah, L.B. Uh, uh, Louis B. Mayer, yeah, head of Met, uh, MGM from 1924 to 1951. Yeah, so Danny's like, okay, I can get us an audition in front of like the big boss, and we're gonna go for this, and we're gonna like show them that we need to be like basically doing more in in movies and theater and yeah. acting and stuff like, like that. We can do this. Yeah, and Darla overhears that, and it's just like, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then everything stops, and everyone's like, okay, this was fun, whatever, yeah. but, um, and then Sawyer, like, gets out of it, um, and so it's like, no, no, Danny, you're dreaming, and yeah. he was like, so were you, like, just two now. seconds ago. Yeah. Um. He's like, I, I saw you get into it, like, I saw how, how much you love this, you yeah. know? And then, like. Everyone, like, kind of disperses, and then you see Darla and Max hiding in front of a Darla movie poster, mm -hmm. Darladin. Yeah. I was trying, I, like, wrote it down, I was trying in my head, I was like, how do you even pronounce what, that? What even, also, what would that Darla be? Aladdin. Darladin. And what would that movie be? Like, I, I don't even... 
I Maybe don't. she's Jasmine. But that's... But she's like five. Whole new world. <laughs> um, um, so then we see... So Darla tells Max like, Oh, invite them over for tea. Grinch smile. Grinch smile. Fade to black. So then we go to tea with Darla. So then we are at uh, interior... Trixie Mattel's house. Facts. <laughs> Pink everywhere. Pink everywhere. <laughs> like. Um, alternatively, um, interior De La's house. Yes. Yeah. Or if you took a My Little Pony and you like gutted it and slept in the sleeping bag. Jesus like a Tauntaun in uh, Star Wars Episode 7. We're all saying the same thing. That was... We're all faking it. <laughs> anyway, this girl is full evil. Yeah. Um, where are her parents? I don't know. Maybe Max is... Maybe Max is her legal guardian. It was a bad job. Or LB. Yeah, she may be owned by the studio, which is... Creepy, but also not entirely inaccurate. But it makes it even worse. Oh, happens. for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Darla invites Dana to tea, a uh, bowl of animal crackers, thus the ones we have on that other. Oh, it's a camel. Yeah, so... Um, Darla's like, what can I do for you? And Dana's like, no, I think I'm good. And, and she's like, like intentionally eating just the heads off of each of the animal crackers. Yeah, and like really like tries to like go for the cat. Like, I got him metaphorically um, until... But Danny's like so yeah and he's like he's like no i don't need anything from you she's like anything at all like do you need me to introduce you to maybe uh maybe maybe like a head of a studio name um smell shmi (laughs) shmammoth and she her chance and he's like "Mm." and you see her irises turn red and i'm just like okay that this little girl is evil (laughs) yeah um, and finally he's like, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, if you could introduce me or like you could get us an audition in front of like LB Mammoth, that would be really great. Yeah, and we can like do it, we can sing, we can dance. Yeah. Wooly can like play the, have a piano solo and she turns to Max and is like, did you hear that, Max? Wooly, the, the, the elephant. The elephant can play piano. No, but it was like, can play a piano. Not like sarcastic, but more like. Very tense. Very tense and like she is um, ridiculing the thought of an elephant playing an instrument. Yeah. Is the vibe of that. Yes. Um, although, I mean, like elephants you don't have no. prehensile. Okay. Uh, only their trunk is prehensile. But anyway, um, yeah. So then she's like, she's like, you know what? You could even perform in my movie. And he's just like, really? That would be amazing. Yeah, we'll give you access to the soundstage, yeah. uh, special effects, stuff. Like, you get your stuff together, and I will bring LB Mayman. Yes. And she's just like, oh, but a little bit of advice. You need to, it needs to be, you need to give the people what they want. Piano appears from nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Um, Max starts playing. And we get into... You don't have to be good, but you better be... Big and loud so we get into big and loud part one yeah part one. um what is this girl's effects budget hello too too high is the answer <laughs> this effects budget is too damn high is that still a meme no okay 
<laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, there's this like huge like giant cake that comes out that she's dancing around fireworks. Random gentlemen dancers like surrounding like form stairs for I just, her. Wait, I just wanna, one of them gets. I just want to go back to that. Spartered off the cake. Campbell, Herman Cain has been relevant since at least like 2012. I mean, and he did die. Oh, did he? From the COVID. Mm. After the like, like, like pretty soon after denying it. Checks out. His Twitter was like still going on. Um, that makes sense though. It was like wild, and they were still liking like anti-COVID like precaution stuff. It's. It I was mean, a wild. I mean, you saw what happened when Trump got COVID. Yeah, but he also got kicked off Twitter. Facts. Um. Yes. So um, let's talk about these pipes. Um, so she is like ten years old here. Mm-hmm. And she is the voice it's of like, like it's like that meme. Um there's this like fake post talking about an interview with Patty Lapone. Oh. It's like how it was basically um with like my like vocal prowess with the power of my voice, I should be able to dislodge uh peanut butter from my esophagus across the room and if i'm choking on peanut butter am i not allowed to do that let me die because the patty lapone you know has died a long time ago <laughs> it wasn't real but i like to think it was because yeah patty lapone is amazing she's so amazing oh my yeah gosh. but it's like such a powerful powerful especially voice. for a child yeah like oh my like i'm always I mean, she's certainly not the like, not the only child that has like that amazing of a voice, but it's always so impressive. Yeah. Whenever um a young a young child can sing like that. Yeah, and so that's just some of her professional suggestions. She says to Danny. <laughs> she says, yeah. Um, um. And then right after. And she she says just make sure that you're ready by Friday at three p.m. Yes, and then she calls. Uh, LB's office and, and so like hi does Mr. Mammoth still have his big press conference at on Friday at 3 and they're just like yep and she's like great thank you also her rotary phone is real fun it's a the heart, heart yeah. yeah I love rotary phones I've never used My I've grandma, never seen one in person uh had one like when we were growing up and so like I mean that's the phone I would use to like call my house and like stuff like that and like some of my friends hmm. yeah rotary phones are fun never seen one in person um wild so danny's super excited yeah leaves darla goes to her a mirror the plan is success we get into a uh, big and loud part, part two. two um evil big and loud and this is when it's very um, poor unfortunate souls it's very yes uh, but this is when her evil shifts from just i'm the star and i kind of want to screw you over to I'm no, no i want you Satan. dead oh, yeah. like <laughs> like you will die um this is like basically Pennywise. Yes. Um, she like so draws she on the, a mirror with the face. Okay, when um when there's a scene where like it's all black and it's the two of them like run. Like, and then silhouettes. she's very like Cheshire cat face. I was actually thinking the dude from Pinocchio. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. But it was the same. The same. Smile, everyone knows the Pinocchio same... is the scariest movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't want to be a donkey also, boy. He, he never gets caught. No. It's oh, Pinocchio the only boy to escape wild anyway um she evil <laughs> yeah and it's like there's like this when she's saying big and loud like so theatrically um she's basically like in a like a mushroom cloud mm-hmm. and it's like she draws uh with her lipstick on the mirror like uh 
boy and girl kitty, so Danny and Sawyer. Um, and so it's like just basically them in peril. That animation of the water is very River Styx, Hercules. Yes. How it's so like gloopy. Yeah. End of and sentence. And it's, it's so... It's so well done. Yeah. The animation of this is fantastic. It's amazing. Um, and so then we see we see the animals all rehearsing because now they're like super excited. Like, oh, like we're actually going to get a chance to maybe have this big break as an entire like s- like community of people, you know, community of performers. Um, yeah. So they're all like really, really excited. And then it gets to the day of the press conference slash audition. Um and they're already they're in like the arc it's a really fun back and forth between what's going on on the sound stage yes. and what is being said at the press conference yeah so lb mammoth is there uh he is voiced by george uh i can't read my fucking hand. you can never read george it kennedy okay um who is also uh, ed hawken in the naked gun movies Ugh, such funny movies um, Dirty Dozen, Cool Hand Luke, a uh, million episodes of Young and the Restless. Um, and he's basically answering questions. He uh, definitely has learned, like from Jack from Don Geis, how to command a room with the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and just everyone stops and looks at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were watching 30 Rock, well, what which we always do when we're together. It's, also, the more we, the more no, no, no. We it's always it, been like we've like we're yeah, always surprised. It's always been problematic, but it's like it's like we're realizing a lot of it for the first time. Well, I wouldn't say for the first time. We're just always still shocked yeah. with how problematic that show. It's like I always remember, like, oh yeah, they have some problematic jokes here and they're like blah blah blah, and then I watch it again. I'm like, oh god, and it's like every other line. <laughs> Which, like, um, for some of the characters, that's the point. With other characters, it's that's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So, but anyway. Uh, oh, 30 Rock. Um, yeah, so then Darla and Max flood the set. Let's talk about Darla's outfit. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Her uh, incognito Google Chrome mm-hmm. outfit. <laughs> it's like, it's like so it's this black, like, robe slash cloak. But it's it's the tight, it's like where, like, it's, it's not like, just the one that goes over your shoulder, it's the one that's, like, an entire robe with, like, the slits out for the arms. I love that type of robe. Oh, I thought it was more like a scarf that's like that. It wasn't a whole no, no, scarf. So, no, no, so, like, the color was, like, the scarf. But, like, the black was, like, it was covering her. Yeah, so I thought it was just, like, really big, like, shawl. No, no, I, I was interpreting it more like, um, you know, one of the professors in Harry Potter has a robe like that. Um, it might be McGonagall, it might not be. But it's like, it's a type of robe where like, it still covers your entire body. Oh, and Snape. It com- <laughs> and it comes down over the shoulder and then there's just like a little, like a slit that your arm comes out of. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Glove, like li- little pink gloves? I think the gloves were pink. The gloves and like the scarf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah were uh, pink sunglasses she's an incognito she looked full-on like a 20s movie star like if, like, it, if it was like l woods uh got into petty theft yes yes <laughs> and i was like you know what i don't like you but you cute you're yeah. real cute <laughs> so uh her and max appear from the shadows uh they put P- pudge in charge of all the special effects so that's yeah. fun for a little penguin boy baby boy um, and then you see and they her like string him up. Then you see her like snap a rope, and I was just like, "Oh, are they gonna snap a piano wire 
this penguin. Like, garrot him. Yeah. Um, they did not. He instead, like, right. they, like, static, like. What a great word. They, like, garrot? Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so th instead, they, like, shock him, and then you static No, 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 that was later. That, that was later. That is later. They just tie him up. Oh, that's right. I'm getting the scene and the later scene mixed up yeah. a lot. Um, so basically, Max is like turning on the like water effects, mm -hmm. uh, basically flooding the stage. Full on flooding. Like these, while, these and they are like go for, like, back and forth, like answering questions. It's like, what makes like Darley's dimple so special? And she's like, she's innocent. Cuts to her evil laughter. She yeah. is like a kind. Um, I don't know. Guts a fish person. Like you know. <laughs> Um, um, she then, is, uh, just like a little angel, literally her <laughs> bow turns into devil into horns. Into devil horns. Um, and it's, it's showing, so she's like, oh, like, give me rain, give me, like, thunder, give me lightning. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Thundercats. Oh! You know? No. Thundercats. Okay. One, one of those, you know, old shows that a lot of people maybe they liked a lot and maybe like oh maybe i'm not straight <laughs> like batman and robin the movie <laughs> which is referenced in this movie and then credits oh yeah it is yeah woolly and pudge mm -hmm. are batman and robin um, which means woolly mammoth is george clooney and don't you forget it listeners i just want to call our listeners our audience I mean, they are sort of an audience. Yeah. They're an oral audience. Yeah, they sure are. So she floods the set. <laughs> floods the set. Um, and then... Let's talk about how well... Okay, so this building, this soundstage, is not sturdy enough for a man to break through, but is sturdy enough to hold back a flood. Correct. Okay, moving on. So, uh, <laughs> LB Mammoth uh, and Flanagan, um, director Flanagan... Um, hits the open button, like this is an elevator. Yep. And there's a wall of water. And yeah, it like goes up and arcs down. And like, while it is not, um, it does defy the laws of physics, but it but is beautifully animated. It's so well animated. Defies. God himself. Well, this entire movie is a defiant, in defiance of God himself. Not little archangel. <laughs> Dear God. Um, oh, Archangel. Gosh, I hate you. Um, also, I love how like, um, the background music during this tidal wave scene is, um, at least part of it, is like the entertainer. Like the, It's like in the theme of the music. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I like, it's the kind of scene, the kind of shenanigans where things are flooded. Tilly throws the anchor, anchor so it's like uh, water skiing, LB and Flanagan on it. It's very, you could put like the Benny Hill theme. Oh yeah, on top of it. which is wild because um they're like they could die from this. And then at first I was worried about like oh no Pudge is going to drown. I was like oh he's a penguin. He's, yeah, he's a penguin. He's, he's good. a penguin. Yeah, but he's a baby penguin, so like maybe not. Little precious, but, precious, okay. precious baby boy. He might be okay. Little baby boy. Little baby boy. We love his <laughs> fucking penguin. He's so adorable. Like yeah. I, if you his if, name is Peebo Pudgemeyer. Like how how do you tell me a better penguin name than that? <laughs> Pebo? Amazing. That makes Jesus me, Christ. That makes me think of, um, and I, I might cut this out, but like... Um, Don't. 
Uh, so the director of Happy Feet, um, one time in an interview, the interviewer asked him if there was going to be a Happy Feet 3. And he was like, if you put a gun to my head and tell me I had to come with a plot for Happy Feet 3, I would say shoot me. <laughs> you better not cut that out. That's, that's, that's some gold uh, penguin oh. fun. A sip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then, like, uh, Cranston and Tilly, like, get knocked off, and they're, like, you know, stacked up on top yeah. of JB and Flanagan. Again, always ready to network. <laughs> yeah, so they immediately start, like, talking to talking to LB and just, like, oh! Tilly's, like, Flanagan, Cranston, Cranston, LB, 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 Tilly. Yeah, just, like, introducing them, giving their elevator pitch, and he's just, like what the fuck is happening? Like, um, and then they go through the costume department and they all get costumes because LB, who's just naked at this point, well, half naked, he still has underwear. Uh, well, he was wearing a coconut bra. That's true. Um, and the flood continues down, like, basically the entire, I guess, park of, like, the the, the movie studio the set. The lot? Lot, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of, like, the right word for it. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, and, and it, like, flood, like, all the way down to, like, the I know office. that because of the Animaniacs theme song. True. Um, and it floods all the way down to, like, the, the main tower. office buildings. Um, and they just, like, shoot pads, like, shoot through that. Um, and it quickly cuts to them being fired and thrown out of the lot. That's the way it's next. Bill Clinton plays the sax. Animani, totally insane Pinky and the Brainy, Animaniacs. Dun. Those are the facts. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my thing. Okay. See, it's funny you can't edit that out because we're speaking at the same time using the same mic. That's fair. Um, so then, um, a- after they get thrown out of the lot, um, we see Darla drive by, and she's like, "Oh." Oh, LB also says, "Y'all fired." Yes. Did you already say that? Was I distracted yes. from singing? Yes. Oh, amazing. Um, and we see Darla drive by and basically be like, basically, I forget exactly what she says, but she basically... Nice working with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She basically informs everyone like Danny was working with, like they were in cahoots, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And that's why all this happened. And then all the animals are just like, you were working with so, like, even that Tilly, demon child. Tilly, the most forgiving, the most accepting, the most welcoming animal here. Again, big hippo trying to fool you. Um, <laughs> Tilly's like, and you fucking believed her, you yeah. piece of stupid but shit. But here's, here's my thing. It's like, yes, I think Danny probably could have been a bit more shrewd. He could but... have talked to anyone about it. Be like, oh yeah, yeah she invited me to tea. Yeah, because I'm just like, Danny is new here. He doesn't know how evil she is. I mean, he should have gotten a clue from Max and her tantrum. Yeah, because I feel like... Blindfully ambitious, Blindfully ambitious. Um, And so, but now he knows her true character. Um, And so all the animals disperse and are just like, well, out of work, got to figure out something. Um, Yeah. And so we see them, like, all going back to, like, talent agent and, like, trying to find more work. Uh, They, we go back to... Pinky's diner. Yeah. Um, and see, like, you know, our, like, main friends talking and, like, they're trying to make the best of the situation. They're like, yeah, it's all Danny's fault. And uh, one of the best lines of the movie, uh, Tilly was like, maybe I can try uh, Broadway. Yeah, uh, hippos are big on Broadway. And <laughs> hippos are big everywhere. <laughs> uh, Franny is so fucking funny. And so, yeah, Sawyer's with them and then she just kind of, like, sighs and leaves. 
Yep. Tilly, always the observant one, notices, and she goes outside. It's like raining. She gets her umbrella out, and we get to the song, Tell Me Tell Lies. Tell Me Lies. So, Raven, please explain to me in my simple, simple, simple brain, my brain that constantly loops mm -hmm. that one uh, video of the uh, aggressively country boy saying, Can I pet that down? <laughs> Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? No, he's slick. Can I pet can that? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? But can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Constantly running in my head. That and how Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory says the superhero primate, monkey. 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 Those are the things that are running in my head when my brain stops working. Interesting. Yes. That and just, uh, you know, general physical feel of rut row um can you explain to that mess of a nervous system um why this song goes so fucking hard so this song i think it's because again natalie cole yes so I think it's because, so this song, uh, it's like, it's like this bluesy sort of jazz song, mm -hmm. very much in the era of like, like Ella Fitzgerald yeah. and like all of them. And, and it's Aretha. those, Aretha, Diana Ross. Um, and I think it's because in that. That reminded me, speaking Ma, of. Ma Rainey. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of amazing women singers and performers. Uh, did you ever like see the joke? It was like, you know, I was like, oh, you're a fan of, uh. That band, I named three of them albums. It was like, oh, you're a feminist? Name every woman. And this one guy was like, Whitney Houston. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so so this sort of like bluesy jazz um, that was very popular like during this era and in like the 20s and stuff. Um, it's so, it's so raw and emotional. And it's just like when you're listening to it, it's like, it's like your soul is being laid bare and so when you hear, especially Natalie Cole, who has an amazing voice, like when you hear her singing this song, you're just like, oh my God, like I feel that. And there's like two, <laughs> two important, like really, really, I have anything important about the song, but two yeah. really important things. So like visually and theatrically, you're seeing Danny packing up on his way home yeah. with Sawyer superimposed yes. singing. So Tell Me Lies is about both these characters separately. Yes. But it's the same lyrics. So it's tell me lies is like, why, uh, like, tell me lies, I will always come running. So it's from Sawyer's perspective, it's her constantly ever hopeful. We see her at the typewriter, hanging out with Danny, seeing um, people expressing themselves that they haven't, she hasn't seen in years. Yeah. But to Danny, it's also tell me lies, uh, lies he realizes that he's been lying to himself that's what's been keep that, he that, can't, yeah. that he's been keeping going so it's just like really opposing views of who is being lied to what are what are the lies being said um with these two characters at the same time yes which is so fucking cool for a children's movie like honestly the depth of like meaning and um, an emotion in this movie Tell me lies is insane. Nothing but a... Also, Natalie Cole, like her voice is like the perfect, like um, almost like raspiness, like for this type of music and song. No, it, it's actually perfect. Yeah. And so, like the other, uh, it, it makes sense with uh, just talking about like the voice of Sawyer's singing voice. 
we said before that uh, someone else was cast before, so it was Nancy Giles, who has a much deeper voice, so that Mm kind of matched more with Natalie Cole's singing voice, but I really like how Jasmine Guys also has that raspiness. It also has that raspy tone to it, and I I felt like it still worked very well. Like I, I, I. I knew that they were, um, that the, her singing voice and speaking voice were different just because I knew that. Yeah. But, like, I, I honestly feel like if you didn't know that, you it wouldn't inherently be obvious. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, you would definitely think about it. Yeah. But it, would, yeah, it wouldn't, it be, wouldn't like, be like, oh my god, those are two different it people. It wouldn't be like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example of that. We've seen so many animated musicals. But honestly, I can't, like, they normally do, like, try to have them similar enough that. Yeah, because even with, like, Rasputin. And Anastasia. Yeah, yeah. And I think in this case, really the only difference is that, like, Natalie Cole's, like, her singing voice is is uh, very rich. Yeah. So it, it's rich, like, the raspiness is what matches Jasmine Guy's, but um, her, her voice is very rich, which I feel like is a little difference, but, like, it's again, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then at the very end, uh, because, like... Soria was singing throughout his life. I just fall for lies in general. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah. And then she was like, at the very end, she was like, I believed his lies, though. Yeah. And to, and to me, it's it's very much uh, um, like the tell me lies is like, yeah, like she's been hearing lies her whole life. And like she went through this phase of like wanting to be, she wanted to be an actor. She was a talented, she is a talented singer and a talented dancer. She wants, she wanted that big break and was constantly told like, you're not going to get it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like it's not going to happen. And now like with Danny coming along and like basically like renewing that hope in kind of everyone. And she wants to keep hearing, like she wants to keep that hope going because like it's too crushing to lose it again. Yeah. You know? Um, but at the very end, she like... This is a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. In the very end of the song, though, she was like, I'm going to keep on believing that lie, though. Yeah. Um, and so Tilly's watching all this. She sighs, leans against the diner, freaking moves it. Everyone screams. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Scoots it back in place. Amazing. Um, and, and she tells... And, yeah, and Tilly's just yeah. like, well, you can still catch him. He's, on, he's heading to the bus stop to go home. Yeah. Um, and she, um, does actually run after him, I believe. Um, but he, he does manage to get on the bus and, um, and leaves before she, she can catch him. Yeah. And so the bus driver is just like, did you hear about these animals? Uh, what were they thinking? They belong he, on the farm. Okay. But he was just like, oh, but you're a good one. Real quick. This bus driver, just the... David Im- Johansson. The is image of him made me actor. physically nauseous while we were watching this yeah, movie. Especially eating that he's eating, sandwich. He's eating the mustard sandwich. Mustard should not have the texture of cheese. He's eating the sandwich and like there's like mustard lining his mouth and just like splattering everything. And it's like, it's disgusting watching it. Even animated. Disgust him. And then yeah, he says the whole like, oh, but you're a good one. Which like... And this is this is something that I think is like really funny when people talk about like... Um, Isn't it fun to hear that? Don't you enjoy hearing that? I know I do. I think I think it's funny when people, when people talk about like, oh, we've come We're so far. to wrath. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's funny when people talk about like, you know, like in the discussion of racism in, in, Amer- in the world, but in America, about like when people are like, oh, like we've come so far, blah, blah, blah. And things used to be like way worse back in the day. And like the whole like, oh, but like you're a good one is definitely something that would have rung true in the 20s and 30s. But like, I've heard that in my lifetime, and I was born in the late we're, 90s. Well, we're in the 20s now? I was born in the same year this movie came out. 
we were we're in the twenties now. True. And yeah, I'm just like that's not that's like that's not a sentiment that is over. The concept of being like a good minority is like still a thing. Don't you love the model minority complex? Love it. Love it. Love that yeah. for us. Also, us being U.S. Yeah. 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 So that's great. Um, and as they're driving, Danny sees Pudge out of the window oh. and we see him like get an idea and like we see, we see that spark of like hope kind of coming back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When he leaves the bus, uh, he was like, where are you going? I thought you were going home. And he's like, see you in the movies. Yeah. Which like him saying, see you in the movies is so etched into my brain. It's, uh, redonkulous. <laughs> redonkulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then he goes and catches Pudge, and he's like, you know what, Pudge, like, we can still do this, like, and basically... Well, we don't like, hear anything. We don't hear anything, but, but we like, hear, you know, a plan's afoot. A plan's hatching. The game is on. on. Um, so then we cut to, like, a montage of seeing all of the animal actors getting an invitation to the gala oh, premiere. Yeah, they're, not the all, but, like, they're The, the main group. ones, the main ones, um, yeah. Not, well, not the main ones. Come on, Raven. The... The, just like the friend group the friend group yeah. yeah main ones that's so dismissive of all the other animals fine king kong is was a very prolific actor that's true um yeah so they forge invitations to little archangel yes um and then, and then we they, see they, they they're this... opening them up and then soria sees it and she was like she smiles she was like oh that fucker <laughs> oh boy she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna look so much better than everyone there it's not even funny <laughs> Um, and then we see that the demon child has a parade balloon of herself. That float terrifies me. As it should. It's, it's like you took the old Campbell Soup mascots, the boy and the girl, and then you made it the bride of Chucky. Yes, and why would you, he's like, I don't understand. I can understand. I don't like parade balloons in general, but I can. Why? Go into it. Uh, what's the point? Because you don't like the Super Smash Brothers stage pokey floats. That's a difficult stage. Anyway, um, it's I, I can at least understand having a parade flow of like a cartoon character like Snoopy or like Charlie Brown, you know, but like everybody clap your hands. But, but, but while the movie is animated. These are, like she's a real person in this universe. Yeah. So, so it's, imagine it's, it's, having a parade, fl- a parade balloon of a a real person, and how distorted and demented that would look. But it looks just like her. Oh my gosh. It's not I hated her. It. It's not her fault. I hate She it. was just drawn that way. Oh my gosh. Um, so then the we frame Roger Rabbit, fantastic movie. Then we get to the par- the premiere, and we see. And she Danny. gets her. She gets a Hollywood star. Also. Uh very prominent in the beginning of the movie you see danny like at the hollywood star of gene kelly which gene kelly didn't get his star till like years later um because i don't think he got to hollywood till like 1946 like around that time wild but that's just off the top of the dome so i don't know Mm. yeah and oh so we see danny and pudge like sneaking backstage and setting some stuff up um and then we see darla just stuffing her fucking face in her movie box she worked hard she's she's a good actor Fair. And she's a child. I don't like her. Her parents <laughs> are nowhere to be seen. Mm. She probably killed them. <laughs> uh, like the, the meme with the little girl with the house burning behind her. 
<laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Um, yeah, so it's just like the little arc Annie plays. They, you know, do the beginning of Little yeah. Boat on the Sea, which oh, we see, we I've see been the... singing to Raven for hours. Yes, yes. Also, we see the... No, not even the whole song. Just the Little Boat by the Sea. <laughs> and we see all the invited animals, like, did show up. And, yeah, like, and they'd, like, together. sit in the back. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, oh, oh, and while, while Danny and Pudge are, like, setting stuff up for whatever their plan is, we do see that Max, like, hears them. Oh, yeah, because they're, like, they knock stuff over, it's, like, catches the, like, symbol and makes a noise, but, like, Pudge, like, snaps his bow tie, and again, this, this monster that's, like, before time, there was nothing, before nothing, there were monsters, Adventure Time. Max is one of those. Yes. Yep. Oh, this is where Matt sticks Pudge to the pipe using static electricity? Yeah, because we all know static electricity is a strong electrostatic force and penguins have hair. We're all together on this one. So moving along. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's not a weak electrostatic <laughs> force because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> unfathomable um so then we see max chasing danny through the building mm -hmm. and he chases him onto darla's balloon they fuck up the chinese theater oh yes also like, zero regard huge yes absolute unit mm -hmm. max is yeah she's on the balloon um then like he climbs up the balloon you know, and it's like switcheroo. The, yeah. yeah, and so uh, Danny, cat-like reflexes, is now on the theater. Max well, is... not cat-like reflexes, just cat reflexes. Because he mean, is a cat. Yeah. Cats are like cats. Are they not? <laughs> they, they just are. Can you play a cat? I am a cat. <laughs> yeah. Can you play a person? No. You, yeah, <laughs> but you are a person. We've, we've right. had many human emotion discussions, Raven. Yeah, people keep bringing it up. Really? <laughs> At least Matt has. Uh, I mean, it's like a problem. Um, um, oh, so then, hey, yeah, boo -boo. so he's like falling off. Yeah, and so he's back on theater. get back on onto theater. the building. So Max is using the rope, is pulling pull the, the float to him. Mm -hmm. He like... Pulls himself into like this needle? Uh, it's, you know, one of the... Like a spire, spike the, yeah. thing. Yeah. I kind of like, uh, because with the Chinese theater and like that kind of architecture, um, it's like, you know how the roofs are like flared? Yes. And then like, It's yeah. like the edge of one of those. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then that pops the balloon. Yeah. Well, Danny has the last laugh. Mm-hmm. How does the kitty cat go? And this is the first time Max's mouth moves. Yeah. Meow. Oh, this is also right before this is when he has his sights on Danny. It's when we see his creepy ass smile. Yeah, Grinch like. Grinch <gasps> means Donkey Kong. What? Grinch means Meets Donkey Kong. I thought you said Grinch means Donkey Kong, and I was like, what is. Oh, Hana means family. Grinch means Donkey <laughs> Kong. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the balloon pops. Don't forget about your star crunches. Oh, yeah. Um, balloon goes pop. Max goes bye bye. Um,. And there. oh, I said Max. Danny goes on stage. Yeah, Danny goes yeah. on stage. It's the end of the movie, um, and he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! We still got more." Darla here, spotlight goes to Darla. Then back on Danny, spotlight person. Amazing it. on it. It's like wanted to have a special surprise, a special encore performance, 
Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Consisting only of animals. Crowd goes silent. Yes. This is such... It, it's literally like... Um, it gave me a very hairspray feel. It's when, very much uh, for, Tajikal forbidden. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. During um, Shine and Silver Spoon. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thank you for remembering the titles of the songs because I didn't remember. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, they're a bigoted... A-F, which, because we all know the most racist letter and most bigoted letter is G. Yeah, as we discovered this, yeah. this week. Um, well, day. Because I've only been here for... But it's still this week. But it wasn't this day. Because that was yesterday. That's fair. So it's still this week. Well, it was within the past 24 hours. <sighs> Are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay. Don't wink at me. Anyway, um, yeah, so then all the animals, um, a, a bunch, bunch of the animals, like, start to leave, but then Tilly gathers them all up, and she drags them backstage to help yeah. Danny and out. And so, like, yeah, Danny's, like, doesn't see his friends in the back. Again, spotlight person. On it! Light in the back. How did they know where the where they were? He just knew Campbell. Observant. He's, he's just that it. good. Yeah, he's just that good. He's just that damn good at his job. So then we see he... Sawyer in the wings, and she, like, leans out to Danny. She's like, oh, we're all back here to support you, you know? Yeah, and uh, Tilly's holding them against the will, and, yep. and they're like, yeah, let's go. And Danny's just like, do you want what they say about you to, to be, be true? true? He's like, all of you have dreams. Like, all of you wanted to be like successful all of you have talents and stuff like that and then um yeah. tw well, well and then uh, like they're like still like out of here and like daniel's like well then why are you still here why have you been here all this time and yep. they're like oh and then and TW, then tw reads uh his he drops much of his fortunes and reads the last one which is even if all your they cookies can no, are they, they can smash your cookie but they but can't but you'll your, always, always have your fortune, have your fortune. Which he write does. It down? No, I didn't. I I wrote down so many quotes. I wrote down a bunch of quotes too, just not that one. Yeah, so they're they're about it. They're in it. They're, they're like, it. let's 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 shoot this puppy. So then they go on stage, and we get into nothing's going to stop us now. And this is not choreographed. They did not plan beforehand. No. Well, they, no, 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 no. Because I thought this was part of this was part of their original plan. Like back when they thought they would get the audition. They just got the invitations. No, 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 no. Way, way back with the flood and everything. Because oh, they never got to perform gotcha. that. So, so I, you think this was the performance they were I don't going think, to do? I don't think the stage back then. I don't think the effects were part of it. But I think at, at the, the musical very, number. I think the routine they did was supposed to be what they did for the audition. Oh, or what what was what they were supposed to do for the audition. I think... I that was the only way I could justify it in my mind. Uh, besides them just being, like, amazingly talented and gifted. Well, no, they are amazingly talented and gifted, but you you still, like... I don't believe, in, I don't believe in unplanned flash mobs. <laughs> Animal jam. That's fair. Um, yeah, so, like, maybe this is just, like, a common song that, like, everyone knows. Maybe. Um, and it's like, yeah. And so Darla goes to go sabotage, but what Darla does is make everything big and loud. Yes. And gets fucking wrecked while doing so. Oh, like electrocuted. So. Electrocuted, beaten, mm -hmm. falls, concussed. Um, but Sawyer, oh my God. Crushes She's it. got a song to sing. Ba -ba 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 -ba. 
Um, and you don't want to hear it? Well, I'm going to sing it anyway. I'm going to sing it anyway. Uh, these people go so fucking hard in this song. And it's like, yeah, nothing's going to stop us now. And then progressively, Darla's just like pulling random switches to like mess them up. Horrible aim, this girl. Yeah. Um, and just like makes it more extravagant and big. Um, T.W. sings. And the singing voice for T.W., um, is not Don Knotts, it's Rick Logan, mm-hmm. um, who's, like, been a part of, like, choruses and sings and, like, a lot of, like, animated stuff and, like, other stuff, like Angry Beaver, Swan Princess Chorus. Ooh! He was the score vocalist for Meet the Robinsons, he was in Muppets Christmas Carol, Titan AE, um, he was, like, uncredited, but, like, a part of, like, the, like, singing parts for Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase, which is a fantastic Scooby-Doo Love Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase is so good. Cyber Chase, Witch's Ghost. Zombie Island, the first one, top tier Scooby Doo movies, really as we all know. They crush it, crush it, crush it, crush it. Crush um, it. and yeah, this to is... thunderous applause. Mm-hmm. And um, they're blown oh, back. She eventually, Darla eventually goes for the granddaddy, granddaddy of, of all, all switches. switches. Um, with cat skull, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with fire in her eyes, and gets there like right at the finale, and and then like the curtains kind of close. And they're just... Statue of Liberty. They're on a yeah. uh, aircraft carrier. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this is but... a huge stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, thunderous applause. Also, that one dude's teeth all fell out. <laughs> I just saw the sheer shock value. Hell yeah. Whatever. Um, happens. So then, happy ever after, all the actors, all the animal Well, Darla tries to save it and be like, oh, yeah. Like, she, like comes out from uh, yeah. the trap door or like oh, or the like, mess of equipment on her. I should have drowned you all when I flooded the stage. Yeah, that's but everyone like, hears wasn't that. Wasn't that what you were trying to do and you just failed? Like it's not like it's not like you weren't trying to drown them. You just didn't drown them. Oh uh, yeah, I guess she was just I don't know. But she says that everyone hears With her careers ruined. Yep. LB signs all the animals and then yep. we get into the credits where we see a lot we'll of see so- a Sawyer and Danny get together. Oh yeah, she like has this like you know, list his plan. Yeah. Checks, check, check. Get the girl. Check. check. Oh, and they accidentally kiss Flanagan when they're trying to kiss each other. Yeah. I like how we're overly using Flanagan. Um, because we... <laughs> now that we've discovered his name. Yeah. From looking at IMDb. Not from watching the movie. <laughs> not from watching the movie. Um, and so, yeah, then we get into the credits scene. Which, which is, our time has come. Our time has come again. Um, and so they put, like, the, the main... Uh, huh, I said me. Shame on me. The friend group of animals mm-hmm. um, in these like famous movies. So yeah. we have Singing in the Rain, Casablanca, The Mask, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Grumpy Old Men, Superman, Beetlejuice, uh, Twister, Beetlejuice, Batman and Robin, Free Tilly, uh, Grumpy Old Man, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And also, I like how I like how they replayed our time has come for this portion because again before it was more like the call to action of like oh like you know be hopeful like this is our time like all this other stuff and now it's like no like you did it like this actually is our time our time truly has come because of the work you've put in to like help us be recognized yeah yeah and then at the very end at the the end sign we see darla's a custodial worker she is yes. still a child. Still a child. Still a child. Well, like, this, is just... where, this is where I wrote, get fucked, little girl. This is where I wrote, where are your parents, little girl? <laughs> so vastly different interpretations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the dedication to Gene Kelly. Yeah. And then that's it. Fiend. 
Um, okay, yeah, so for music, so the songs... Play it on me. So the songs were primarily composed by Randy Newman, who we've talked about before, so I'm not going to really go super in-depth on him. Um, but Martin Page, so he wrote most of the songs. Martin Page did help write Our Time Has Come. So Martin Page is an English singer-songwriter, bassist, and producer. Um, so he's collaborated with a bunch of people. He's collaborated with Paul Young, Robbie Williams, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Josh Groban, and Tom Jones. And I was just like, oh. He also composed on Neil Diamond's um, 1986 LP, Headed for the Future, and Shaka Khan's 1986 what? LP, Destiny. Correct response. Um, so he's super cool. Um, the score was composed by Steve, Steve Goldstein. Who, he was really hard to find stuff on, but I found like a little bit. Um, so he uh, is an American composer and arranger. He's worked with Dolly Parton, Diana Ross, Smokey Robinson, and Leonard Cohen. And he composed for The Breakfast Club. So it's not okay. just the actors that they got insanely talented it's, people. Like it does make it does upset me that the uh, because like during the merger and like everything like it was a really busy time that this movie did not get the um, the recognition the recognition and yeah. the you know advertising it like surely deserves um, because there's a lot of like anime movies especially from the '90s that like don't really hold up anymore. This movie yeah. is great. This it movie's is amazing. It is metaphorically, musically, yeah. Well, visually, even in the planning and production for it, like they they wrote that like it was intentionally like written as an allegory, um, to to talk about those who like didn't look or sound mainstream and like their struggle to gain recognition in Hollywood in like the thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it, and it's a, honestly a timeless kind of message because while at the time that primarily referred to, um race that can still apply to so many different demographics and also yeah. still applies to race in some cases so mm. um yeah so um the soundtrack uh between randy newman and steve goldstein the soundtrack did win an annie award for music in a feature production um it we already talked about how like it did not do well in the box office so it had an average rating of 6.6 .6 out of 10 and it only grossed like a tenth of its budget which is really sad. Um, but despite all of the all of that negativity, it did become the first non-Disney animated film to win Best Animated Feature at the Annie Awards. So good for this movie. Good for them. Yeah. So now. So now. What are you going to play, Campbell? We will be playing Big and Loud. Ooh. With it's gonna it's gonna see how it goes because like Raven and I only had two drinks so far so also it's only four in the afternoon so we actually can play big and loud yes um and so we're gonna take some shots of this pink lemonade vodka yes. I have already decided uh, for the both of us I'm down for that so big and loud Raven will be playing the melodica nice and I'm going to try to play the trumpet why do I have five flats. That's just the key of the song, girl. Mm, I'm gonna try. Talk to you later. Oh, great.
Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 189 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. So I didn't play that last note, but we were generally together. It wasn't bad. No, especially for playing this music on this instrument. I think the same for me. Also, in person, that is a beautiful instrument. Oh, this trumpet is so... Fuck you again. I love you a lot. Um, I guess, yeah. Do you want to do that again? Or you think we can move on? I think I'm okay. I think I did pretty well on that. Yeah, let's go, let's go 14. And then we'll go till we crash and burn. <laughs> Love that. So 15. Okay, let me refresh myself on Linux. Okay. Mm. This is the one that I have to modulate up an octave because that D is physically not on the instrument. Yeah. So, okay. Mm. It's not three, four. Yep. Yeah, I was like, what are you snapping <laughs> to? You not can bad. go. Correct. Um, listeners, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, listeners. Because I only have to play with one hand. If you're confused, our piece is in 4 4, and I snapped off in 3 4. Why would they be confused? They didn't hear that. I always play, I always include my count. That was me counting off. Oh, but gotcha. Since we, yeah. Okay. Because I have a mouthpiece, so I can't. Mezzo piano. Mezzo piano. The, 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 oh, uh, measure 18? He's like, yeah, hey there, pussycat, listen to me. That part. Yeah. Okay. So, to be to clarify, you mean this yes. mezzo piano, yep, not yep, that yep, one? Yep. Okay, cool, cool. And then we'll start, yeah, because we're supposed to hold that out. Oh, 
I did that's not what see. Fermanas I, I did not see the Fermana. I didn't see it. What's a what's Fermata with you? You didn't like that? No. Didn't like the last time you made that joke either. I don't remember. Mm. Alright. So we're gonna start at the what's that, twenty two? Yeah, twenty. Well, technically, yeah. only you have the foreign time. We, we, we start at the big. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And then I'll stop, and then we'll okay. just start from there to the end because I'm just playing one note. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. My mouth hurts. My embouchure. <laughs> I don't got chops. You ain't got no embouchure? My chops are. Bleh, bleh, bleh. You can quote me on that. Mm. Alright, I just have to play this E flat out. We got, to be able to do it, I'm gonna have to play it loudly. So I'm gonna face away from you, Raven. Okay. Alright. This is all leaving. Ugh, okay. Alright. I'll just play till I hear that uh, last D. That was one breath. Oh that was one God. sustained. Amazing. Everyone can go fuck themselves. <laughs> there is different uh. breaks, but I was like, no, not I. Uh, Not yeah, I'm I glad you didn't. I, I'm glad you didn't look at me. I was probably so red. I looked over at you as I was playing the last D, just like so we kind of end Did up the same time. My focus? Your face was real red. <laughs> Amazing. Solid. Amazing. Boom. Look at you. <sighs> okay, so listeners, we. Well, no, we did crush it. It did not sound great. For, no, for how hard it was, though, yeah. I would say I would say we did well for how and hard I'm it was. And I'm definitely feeling. And you that crushed shot. that last note. That's actually two shots we took in one. Amazing. That was... I... Raven, how would you rate this musical? I think an 8 out of 10. I think I'd give it like a 9 out of 10. That's high for you. I love this. It's a really good musical. It has such a good message. And an amazing cast. Cast and crew yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just I try to think of like things I don't like about it and I can't yeah because it's it's such a it's simultaneously like this wholesome kids movie but also has this like deep emotional like raw message to it which, yeah and, and in I, addition all of it is in a little boat on the sea <laughs> but I, but I love that because I, I I really don't like when people think that because something is quote unquote like one okay so a lot of people think that anything animated is inherently for children which is not which is not correct but also <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> that is not correct because but according to the, according exact, to the encyclopedia <laughs> um but no like even oh, things for that are actually made for and marketed to children that doesn't mean it can't have a deeper message and a deeper meaning to it exactly. and i love that this is a really fun like family movie but it also has this like deep societal meaning to it yeah. i mean overall it's great we had a great time had going such a fun it. time but also it's just more fun recording in person and yes. like follow a question to what i just asked you where can you find us and what can you do to support us okay so 
fun story. I started listening to this new Dutch podcast, which is on Stitcher. So I actually used Stitcher for the first time, which is fun fact listeners. And this is true. One of the places you can find us. Other ones are um, Pandora, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and also, of course, the wonderful site that hosts us, Podbean. And if you find us and you in enjoy Spotify. us, which uh, in Spotify, <laughs> if you find us and enjoy us, which we hope you do, um, if the platform allows it, you can like us, comment, rate us, which helps us be like more visible to other people that might be looking for a podcast to listen to. Um, if you don't like us, I'm sorry to hear that. And please let us know what your feedback is at boozicles at gmail.com. And you can also follow us at on Instagram at boozicles because uh, I just learned how Instagram handles work. <laughs> um, and for months. <laughs> I, I don't have an Instagram. Um, I'm not hit. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, we hope that you really like it. Um, please feel free to comment with like just like your general thoughts on the musicals we do or if you have ideas for other musicals yeah. for us to do. Let us know. Yeah, Hit us up. The, the more like likes and subscribes and like five star reviews we get, that's like that broadcasts us to such a larger viewer listenership. Listenership. Yeah. Listenership. Audience. Audience. That's like a Which audience is the word there. you for some reason didn't want to use earlier, even though Whatever. it definitely applies. And so, and like how we say in all the like, you know, mini ads throughout the podcast, uh, what we want to do with this is also raise mu- money for music education to mm-hmm. support uh, lifelong passions of music that Raven and I have been so fortunate to also receive. Yes. So, by a you know, boosting us in that way that also helps those amazing organizations that we are so fortunate to be working with. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Any last thoughts? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no. Bye-bye. Farewell.